we've had a lot more information and news come out regarding the 2024 season and I'm super excited about it so we're going to talk about it today obviously so just a little bit of background of the F1 Academy it started last year in 2023 uh, and Susie Wolf is kind of heading up the F1 Academy and I think she's one of the most perfect people to be taking the helm of the Formula One Academy. Um, last year, unfortunately, it wasn't televised. You could watch live timings and highlights and that sort of thing, but you couldn't actually watch it. But this year, that is all changing. We are going to be able to watch it live. Also this year, it will be running alongside F1. It's gonna be one of their support races. And it's going to be about seven different locations that they will be driving at this year. So I'm very excited to actually see the F1 Academy in action live with my own eyes rather than just watching the highlights and watching the live timings. I'm very, very excited for that. Now, if you don't know what the F1 Academy kind of is and the purpose of it, I'll give you a quick little rundown. So like I mentioned, it started in 2023 and it is an all-female racing series which essentially has been designed to help develop young female talented drivers and give them experience, give them time to develop their skills um, and kind of bring them into that trajectory of like the single seater arena, essentially. Um, so that includes going into Formula 3, Formula 2, eventually hopefully going all the way up to Formula 1. Now, on the F1 Academy grid, there's a total of 15 drivers and there are five teams who operate three different cards. And each driver is aged between 16 and 25 years old when they start the academy. So the first race of the season, they have to be between 16 and 25. Now, the difference is this season, the 2024 season, is that all 10 F1 teams have to nominate one driver, which will essentially have their livery on their chosen car. And then the remaining five drivers are being supported by other partnerships and um, other like, I was gonna say teams, but yeah, other partners and sort of their livery will be on that. Now we don't know all of the different ones, but we do know that Charlotte Tilbury is one of the, partners for the F1 Academy so we will be seeing a Charlotte Tilbury car and I was so excited when I heard this I mean Charlotte Tilbury is iconic darling oh she I mean I love her products so I was just like oh my god this is a partnership made in heaven I think um and I was just like this is so so iconic um for that but yeah um so I got so excited there. <laughs> um, so the full 2024 lineup, I think, has pretty much been confirmed. Um, I think there's still a couple um, of others that need to be confirmed. Um, but yeah, we pretty much have a full grid. And 
one of the different things as well that the F1 Academy will be doing is for certain races this season, there will be a wildcard entry. Now, a wildcard entry is not being held at every single race, like I said, just selected races in this season. And basically this entry is going to be offered to um, some woman, a girl, um, in the host region for that Pacific weekend. Now, um, at these races, the wildcard entry will be driving a Prima Racing. Um, and they essentially just have a fourth car um, during the um, race weekend. So one thing to note is that these wildcard entries will be eligible to score points in the driver's standings, but obviously because only one team is operating this, um, the team will not gain points. Only the wildcard entry drivers will be scoring the points. Now, everybody in the Econ Academy will be driving essentially the same car. So, you know, it's a pretty even playing field regarding to car. This is pretty standard in a lot of the um, support series and a lot of kind of the junior series that they will race the same sort of car across the board. And it's kind of that skill and all that. Um, which is very exciting. There are seven rounds that will be held. The first one will be in Saudi Arabia, um, then Miami, Barcelona, the Netherlands, Zandvoort, Singapore, Qatar and Abu Dhabi are the seven rounds that we will see the F1 Academy <clears throat> being raced at. Now, um, it will be similar to F1 in the fact that the F1 Academy weekend will take place over three days, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, <clears throat> and they will have two free practices lasting roughly 40 minutes. Um, then they will have a 30 minute qualifying session to set the grid for two races. So each driver's fastest lap will set the grid for race one and the second fastest lap sets the order for race two and both races are 30 minutes long so that's kind of the format of it um you do score points um obviously for racing and it uses the same points offering as formula one and both races do get awarded identical points so a driver could technically earn a maximum of 56 points each weekend um, so it's quite a lot um, and two points can be awarded to drivers who start race one and race two from pole position um, fastest lap points are also handed out if you achieve fastest lap and you're on the top 10 so again kind of similar to that formula one um, so that is quite interesting now as I mentioned this is the second season of um, the F1 Academy. So last year, Marta Garcia won the inaugural season um, and it was kind of like a bit of a race to the end. She actually achieved the title at the final of the season in Austin. And she had seven wins, five podiums, five pole positions um, with Prima Racing, who also earned the team's title. So, kind of a part of the agreement 
between the Formula One Academy and the Formula Regional European Championship by Alpine is that Garcia has received a fully funded seat for the 2024 season with Premier Racing. Um, also joining this championship um, will be Lena Bueller. Sorry, there, that just didn't want to come out um, for ART Racing. So they that's pretty amazing. Now, this year, also, M1 Academy drivers will receive super license points. The winner will send 10 super license points. It's getting down to seven for second and five points for third. And then fourth place, get three. And then fifth will collect one super license points. Um, so that's all kind of the F1 Academy. Um, like I mentioned, we do have our first world card announced. So it was announced earlier today, which is the 19th February, as I'm recording this. And Saudi Arabia is obviously the first one that the F1 Academy will be racing. And Rima Jafali will be racing in Jeddah. Um, she is from Saudi Arabia. So like I said, you have to be from the region to be part of the wild card. And she will be the fourth driver for Prima Racing that weekend. Now, I am going to quickly go through the drivers we do have and slash teams. Um, pretty much everyone's kind of been announced. There's only three drivers left to be announced. Um, so here we have got ART Racing, Campos Racing, MP, Prima and Rodin Motorsport. So a lot of these kind of teams teams we do see in other um, junior formulas. So like Formula 2, Formula 3. Uh, so it's all quite exciting. I really can't wait to uh, to see how this all goes. I think we're still waiting as well on some of the partner, um, the other partner um, to be announced and who they'll be driving for. I believe Red Bull is one of the partners. Um, so it's quite exciting. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a very, very interesting season. I think we've had the first one last year so I think kind of like getting it going forward I think will be really interesting to view and to see I think getting super license points out of world cars it's just really emphasizing how much forward we can go with getting women into motorsport I also think having you know, teams having to support a driver is going to be so important. It really emphasizes Formula One's, you know, future and what we can do to support uh, young women and young girls getting into motorsport. You know, I did a, a, a with my first season or year of doing this podcast I talked a bit 
for International Women's Day is having this conversation about women and motorsport. And not just with motorsport, but just with sports in general, a lot of girls are kind of feel like they get to a certain age and they can't pursue sport anymore. And I think it's so, so important to kind of have these um, girls and young women really be a face for the sport it's a lot of pressure but I also think that you know as a generic sort of saying is you can't be what you can't see and I think for a lot of um you know young girls seeing you know 15 female drivers go out there um and have seven rounds of racing it will it it will really make a difference i i think it will kind of keep the fight fighting almost um but yeah i am so excited i can't wait to see the first race of the season uh and i will be kind of going through um the f1 academy and the races and everything because I think it's so important to champion other women. I didn't do it, do it last year. I kind of didn't do very many podcasts last year, but I kind of want to try and try and get back into it because Fallen One and it's something I really enjoy and it's kind of my sport. And so, yeah, I really, really want to 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 champion F1 Academy this year. So watch out for more information and like more reactions and all that good stuff regarding the F1 Academy as well as F1. Like, oh my God, a double whammy. I'm, I'm going to be like, just become a Formula One crazed person. And I mean, I kind of already am. So I don't think, <laughs> who knows what we're going to get um, by the end of this year. There's enough of me rambling. I hope you guys have learned a little bit more about the Formula One Academy. If you hadn't heard much about it before, I hope you're as excited as me. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to me ramble on for about 15 minutes. But until next time, have a lovely day, week, evening. And I'll speak to you tomorrow.